What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. It's the Apple Bits XL. Bryant's on here, your host, doing the most for everything good and bad inside the world of Apple. What's up, everybody? It is episode 115. For those of you that are new, welcome to the show. This is our weekly wrap-up of all things, the big stories around Apple and tech. And this week, we've got a special guest, John Prosser from Front Page Tech. We're going to jump into that in a second. Now, the show is also all about you all. Be a part of it. We're going to use calls. We're going to take calls. Call in. Use your voice memo app and then send it to applebitsshow at gmail.com, applebits with a Z. Let us know your name, where you're from, what you want to talk about, your comments, questions, criticisms, good apples, bad apples. I'd love to hear them all. Also, this show is brought to you by you. This is a completely independent podcast. All my content is, and you can support it at patreon.com slash Tong, starting at $2 per month. $5 is basically a cup of coffee per month, $10, $25, or the platinum $100 level which is huge, and I know that times are challenging and different, and I'd greatly appreciate your help as well, but also I'm thinking of you. But one of the benefits that you have is really more than one benefit. You have the ability to get early access to the content. There are rewards at different levels, plus a completely ad-free version of the show. No ads, you don't hear any of this. You just like smoothly cruise through the entire thing. So patreon.com slash Tong is how you do it. All right, big stories this week, iPhone 9 news, potential release dates, Apple employees getting IMAX for training. We've got a whole bunch of stuff to talk about, and those specific two headlines leaked directly by John Prosser from Front Page Tech. So I'm just going to jump into this. We have a back and forth conversation, kind of let you know what he's about and the type of coverage he does. We kind of go back and forth around a lot of topics, but we do get to the Apple stuff. So I hope you enjoy this. Maybe get a little insight of what it's like from our side as well and just have fun hanging out with John. So here you go, John Prosser and myself. Let go. What's up, everybody? Special guest in the house. You might know him. You might recognize him from Front Page Tech. Mr. John Prosser. What's up, man? Thanks so much for coming out to the show. Hey, I'm, we're quarantined. I'm staying inside. <laughs> Rule number one, good to be here. Dude, I have been watching you for years. It's oh, crazy man. that you were like, hey, want to be on the show? Uh, yeah, <laughs> y'all, actually, I do. Y'all, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, um, for people that aren't familiar with your work, first of all, I wanted to get you on the show because you've been just crushing it. I mean, you've always been crushing it, but lately you've been getting some amazing scoops that have resonated within the tech world. And uh, A, I want to say congratulations to you because as a creator and as someone who covers this stuff, those are the types of things that help elevate your status and you know grow your audience, and they're not easy to come by. So for all that hard work and all those contacts you've built, I just want to say like mad props to you because that oh, that thanks, is that's, that doesn't happen overnight. This is years of a process to get to that. You know, right? Yeah, it's it's interesting. Like, um, I think th- so. There's a lot of leakers out there, obviously, but I think that. What has given me different a different angle in terms of leaking stuff recently is instead of like talking with employees for these companies that have been giving out information or been wanting to give out information and they work with the the known leakers, I just made myself more accessible. Mm. So it just I was literally just I was like, I'll open my DMs. You can email me here, and I and I had a call to action on on my show from Page Tech. It was like if if any of you work at the companies, just let me know. And I think that's where the the connection is here now, is because 
the employees that are giving me information weren't employees that were giving information to leakers or anything like that. They were just fans of the show. Mm. And what I'm finding is um, they just really like knowing. And I kind of hate. I I hate that like you know we can't use the sources names and all that stuff, but you know for, for obvious reasons protecting them is the number one priority. So even though when the articles go out and stuff, it's my name in the articles, mm-hmm. they like knowing that you know they did it. It's yeah. it's technically them in the news cycle, and it's really cool to them. And I feel like they like to feel valuable, and this is just another way they do that. So. Uh, a lot of people ask why, you know, why people from companies leak stuff or risk their job. And I think it's just because especially people that come to me, they just, they're fans of the show. They're fans of this community and they like this stuff just as much as you do. You know, we love hearing about leaks and and rumors and stuff and they love it just as much as you do. And they have the information. So John, you know, you're putting out a daily show. Um, can you, you know, for people that might not be familiar with your work, but they are going to after this, um, you know, maybe kind of give them the boilerplate or what you've done, what you've been doing and what you are doing, just so they kind of really get a sense of all the stuff that you're working on. Right. Uh, Front Page Tech, been around for years, even though no one really watched for the first five or six years. Um, it's it, I'm trying to mix real journalism with dick jokes. That's it. That's the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I'm trying to blur the lines a little bit. Yeah, a little bit of that inf- infotainment. I mean, I think we both we both <laughs> swim in that swim in that area. Yeah, you know. Um, and so you're pumping this out every day. You're yeah, five days a week. Are you doing stuff on the weekends, or you're at least taking a little bit of a breather? Because let me tell you, that's a grind. I mean, I you know being yeah. an independent, jumping into this, I'm almost wow, man, time flies. I'm almost two years deep, and you know, I was ob- I would be the first to say I was fortunate enough to at least develop a platform first before I went independent, so that helped, but still, right. you know, when you talk about the time that we've been doing this, I, I've been doing this, what now? Dude, you've 10 been years solo plus. for two years already? Yeah, that's what I'm, yeah, it's been No that. way. That's that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm it's kind of crazy for me, too. I'm like, damn. <laughs> what? It felt like maybe a year had passed, but not two. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's a lot. It's a lot. But what keeps you ticking? What keeps you going for, you know, being in this stuff? Oh, man. I was just talking about this like two nights ago. Uh, and I think it's probably similar for you because if we really think about it, like if we really got to boil it down, <laughs> none of this stuff matters tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like these are the same stories from the same companies that we've been reporting on for years. It's the same story, different product every single year. Um, and. I think a lot of it has been the importance for us has been adapting, changing the style of the show, uh, changing the way I deliver the information and sort of reinventing the show. Um, every year we change the look and feel of the show, the music, the the graphics, the assets and everything like that. But um, we usually change our approach too. And this is, I feel like I'm going into another transition right now where um, Brian, who's the editor of Front Page Tech, he made like like two months ago. He made a joke because we got we had like one exclusive, and he was like, "Man, imagine if this is what we did. Like, if we only ever put out an episode when we had an exclusive." And now that funny joke ended up being <laughs> sort of accurate. And now every episode is basically just like you know leaks that we have, um, which has allowed us to do the show a little bit less. So we still do it every single day. But right now, while the news is a little bit slower for obvious reasons, um, we usually do like leak dumps. And we've been posting maybe three times a week instead of five times a week. But they've been able to be like really dense, massive episodes. And obviously, then those episodes end up in the news cycle. And so 
it's a really nice balance of like I feel personally like this is a lot this is a lot of fun for me right now mm-hmm. and you never know how long you're going to have the sources mm-hmm. and so this is just a fun this I'm having just as much fun as everybody else right now and it feels like just another transition in my career I don't know where it'll end up but I know I'm having a lot of fun right now and that that's the biggest thing right we wouldn't we really wouldn't do this if it wasn't enjoyable and fun cuz it's a lot of work I you know people that have said oh for me even once I became a full-time independent creator, I mm. always respected the YouTube community because me being someone from a background who learned how to shoot and write and edit long before I worked at that other place, they... they, <laughs> they place that shall not be yeah, named. Yeah, that shall not be named. <laughs> like, I knew how much it work it took. And then once I went, once I really, truly became one of you guys and gals, mm-hmm. then it, it took that respect not only up to a whole nother level, but I did feel... In, in some ways that respect was given back they're like okay now you're one of us now right. not that Dude, they never I disrespected you. you had it way before then so, had what had what oh, oh. We had, you had that <laughs> respect way before then yeah we were oh. just waiting for you to leave oh man <laughs> thanks so much i appreciate it. you know it's just do like, you edit your own stuff yeah i do i edit all my own stuff nice. i edit so you do more than i do it's it's fine we all do we don't but <laughs> i'm sure you've edited yourself a few times before oh There's, my god yeah, yeah. more I than did. a few times doing it this long yeah, we we would film, and then I would. I remember the first episode. So we used to shoot just on like a white backdrop. Mm-hmm. I I had like seven different lamps with seven different colored light bulbs, like trying to shine on a white backdrop to make it bright enough to film with. Just because I read it on some blog somewhere, and that's <laughs> how we did like the first season or two of Front Page Tech. Um, I saw Applebyte, your original show, and. Um, that's what was. I was like, we have to have a green screen. Mm-hmm. We gotta find a green screen somewhere. We gotta do it. So I got a green screen, and because of you, and <laughs> that's it awesome. took me fifteen hours to edit the first episode on a green screen because oh, I had no idea what I was doing. It was awful. Also, like those computers back then, even rendering out green screen content and then <laughs> being able to see it in some level yeah. of fluidity. It wasn't like that. Was like <laughs> you had to have some of the higher powered machines to even yeah. get get through that. You know. It's like I waited 15 hours for it to render, and then there was a mistake, so you got to yeah, go back. Yeah, yeah. Episode's got to be out today. I don't know. We guess we're not sleeping. So I did that for like three, four, five years or something, and then my best friend from high school, he's been with me since the beginning of Front Page Tech. He was in it. He used to be behind the camera, like Mike, and we'd like have banter back and forth. Um, so he's been a part of Front Page Tech all these years. Um, I was able to go full time before he was, uh, and then in the last, I think three, three, four years, he's been editing the show full time, and we have a team of about five people now. Damn, that's amazing! That's amazing! Congrats, man! Seriously, that Thanks. takes that takes a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, and just love and passion. So I, I'm really happy for you. That's that's honestly awesome. So you know, let's let's talk about the latest scoop, the big scoop that really of this week comes directly from you it's about the iphone 9 and maybe i'm not going to talk much about it just kind of walk us through what you know and for the listeners that may not have heard about this and just everything that's in your brain right now so the sources that i have i know a lot of um a lot of major leakers that we know have sources within supply chain so that they are able to give us information like you know the specs of the device future plans for future products like six roads down six months down the road or something like that. My sources are US based mostly. I have a couple in Cupertino and 
because of that, I've been able to give more heads up on like uh, a press release that's about to happen or decisions that were being made. Like I think 12 hours before all stores closed, I was the one that tweeted that was like, Hey, just expect, you know, I, I didn't even know all stores were closing. I knew us stores were closing. So I tweeted that and everyone was like, yeah, I don't think so. And I was, <laughs> I, I, I feel like it's still recent. Like it's only, I've only been like heavily leaking Apple stuff no, yeah. for the last month or two. Yeah. So at first people were like, okay, John, but then 12 hours later, everything closed. Tim Cook like personally tweeted that they were closing all the stores. Um, so a couple of my main sources are like right in it. So instead of like, you know, product spec information, I'm able to give you more like, and I, I, I'm a sucker for instant gratification. <laughs> so I'm glad that, um, my leaks are less like, oh, you know, eight months from now, 5G iPhone, maybe. <laughs> You're like, I've heard, like, I haven't heard that one before. <laughs> yeah, mine are like, um, some, this is about to happen, and then it happens. Mm -hmm. Like, that feels so good. I love instant gratification. I just want to move on. Um, so a lot of my information that I've been able to give or have ch chosen to tweet or report on has been stuff that is, like, about to happen, um, schedule stuff, Stuff that the executives are talking about that I get information on. Um, and the iPhone 9 has been, oh, man, such a mess. Like, so I think it was at the beginning of March. I was, there was a lot of self-doubt involved. But uh, when a, a few of my sources came to me, they were like, hey, man, just want to let you know, like, the iPhone 9 is not happening. I was like, what? Wow. And they were like, well, we can't really release the iPhone 9 because... There's no event. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, they're just like <laughs> one after another. And so uh, I just verified with a few more sources and the puzzle pieces started coming together. And I was the first one to report that the March event wasn't happening. Uh -huh. um, and even though the March event wasn't happening, WWDC will still happen. It's not canceled. It's going to be the way they my source told me was there. There's no face to face. Uh conference it's going to be online only and they called the they said it was modified wwc is going to be modified and literally like a week later apple confirmed that mm -hmm. um so i was the first one to say iphone 9 was delayed indefinitely and then uh the march event was canceled and so there's been a lot of mystery around the iphone 9 and it's been chaos inside of apple because um obviously it's a weird time for everybody and there's there's people right now that can't pay rent mm. and like so it's kind of weird for a company to still put out products and i feel like a lot of people are attached to that like the the moral basis of this sort of stuff and companies can't really think like that like they're still a company and i mean they they still have shareholders especially you know public companies they still have to release stuff and so apple has had to make a couple really really tough decisions iPhone 9 being the toughest so far because it's a phone that they've been working on, that they've been excited about, that surprisingly, even a lot of the tech community, like this this phone's going to be massive for the average consumer. Yep. But even in the tech community, like people are shockingly super excited about this phone that is like, I mean, other than, you know, the, the updated specs, it's nothing new. It's nothing we haven't seen before. And you know how the tech community is. We want the latest, greatest, shiny, bezel-less thing. Oh, oh, we do? You mean we're not impatient <laughs> and we want the greatest yeah. thing that has ever been made of all time yeah. every three months from every company? I've never heard yeah. that before. <laughs> How about a brand new shiny iPhone 8? 
<laughs> but we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put a little nine after it and said, "Oh, dude, you got me, you got me." Yeah. <laughs> um, that's been really tough for them because they so that phone has the product verification was done in January, um, so it's been like there's no going back, and they had to they had to finish production. They just finished mass production. Well, they'll probably finish it this week. Actually, uh, I had tweeted that mass production was okayed and greenlighted like couple weeks ago so they'll have enough for an initial launch and i said on i said on my show like they technically want to shoot to get this phone out at wwdc they don't want to wait to there were rumors that they were going to wait till the iphone 12 comes out but that they can't do that because part of the pitch for the iphone 9 is that it has a current processor Mm -hmm. and if they wait until the iphone 12 then that's no longer the case so they were going to shoot for wwdc um, but, uh, they just decided that they, that they couldn't because they, they need to get this phone out the door. And, um, so it looks like we were getting, I was getting initial reports that they were going to shoot for April. So I was like, okay, I'll, you know, I'll tweet that and let people know. And I was letting, I was letting everyone know about internal meetings that were happening. Um, and they were not making a decision. Like just last week, there was a meeting that I tweeted about. Was like, I'm going to be able to give people an answer on this. I feel pretty good about this, pretty confident. And they, the executives, literally walked out of the meeting without a final decision being made on the phone. Hmm. So it's been like, it's been really interesting. And I mean, I'm new to this, but I don't think I can't imagine a time, a similar time, where Apple had to go through this sort of stuff, where they had to like sort of balance. The morality of everything, mm-hmm. but also, you know, regular business practice. And uh, they, a lot of people are like, well, why would they release a phone right now? The sales aren't going to be good. That might be true, but low sales are still better than no sales. Yep. And the alternative is to not release the phone and make absolutely zero dollars off of it. So, I mean, they're not in control of the timing. They, they don't control what's going on in the world right now. And they can't like, they also can't predict that stuff. Like they can't just hold the phone until this, until the economy goes back to normal. Cause who knows when that's going to be. So it's, it's also, yeah, it's interesting. It's, it's what's interesting when some of the things that you pointed out there also, and I'm sure you might catch some of this heat. I don't know if you do or not, but sometimes the good thing is most of my comments are pretty dang positive. It's kind of actually sad to me because I used to love pulling like horrible comments from my videos and I just don't find them like, man, where are the people that have just never seen my stuff that just want to rip into me? Because I always, those can always be like the funniest, right? But one of the comments that I get the most recently is that, oh, you should be aware of coronavirus, of everything that's happening. Why are you doing this tech news? No one cares about tech. Like, you need to be sensitive to the world. And my response is, and this is, you know, my response is A, First of all, I did like a 40-minute special about coronavirus before it really, really blew up because I was like, I think this stuff is important and you kind of helped push it out to people to be aware of it, which I'm super grateful. I didn't even expect that. But, you know, part of what we do and look, we are both very fortunate, and I've said this a lot of times, to be able to be working in this current climate. The fact that we can work from home Mm -hmm. and do this, like, they just said 10 million people filed for unemployment in the U.S. Dude, it feels kind of icky. That is insane. It does. It does, right? It feels kind of icky that, oh, like, totally. you know, my financial situation hasn't changed. The world around me is, like, chaos. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people can't go to work and nothing has changed for me. And it feels kind of icky. Yeah. I <laughs> like, was I was literally just talking to this about my girlfriend. Like, we are so lucky to be sitting here eating a lunch and 
our jobs haven't changed because of the nature of our jobs. Like yeah. everyone that is in that position should feel really lucky and really blessed. And I hope that that empathy is mutual. You know, not everyone feels it, unfortunately, but it's like, damn, I do feel really grateful because and, and there, you know, you know how this whole YouTube journey is. Sometimes you're like, man, I, I've got to pay the bills. I got to figure this out. And so we understand, you know, that feeling or people that haven't, you know, just have some empathy about that. And so right. I could totally see how Apple, who is this in there, you know, however they perceive themselves, but they do perceive themselves as kind of this beacon um, that they're debating, okay, is this right? Is this wrong? But at the end of the day, and I was nodding as you're about to say it, no sales or some sales are yeah. better than no sales. And they are a business. And quite honestly, them doing this, although they're sitting on billions of dollars and that's money that they've made through their business, it just keeps things going. You know, if you have yeah. these major companies completely, sh- completely shut down and they have to start laying off people, that's not going to be good for the economy either. Yeah, it's 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 such a weird time to be alive and to it's I think it's hard for a lot of the viewers to to be able to sympathize with companies, too, because they don't they don't consider like, you know, Apple that it's not it's a company, not a human. But, you know, humans are running the company and they have to battle with these decisions. So, like, you know, the decisions that seem easy to you where you're like, oh, you shouldn't release a phone right now. Well, they still have employees like thousands of employees they have to pay. They still have to make money. And there's no telling when this stuff gets better. And they I'm not going to say the iPhone 9 might be the only phone they released this year, but the iPhone 12 is certainly delayed. I know that there's Bloomberg especially is saying that they're fine, that there's not going to be delay. And then you have like supply chain denying the delay. I keep pushing back on that and saying the supply chain wouldn't know because they haven't gotten there yet. So Apple, the supply, everything with the supply chain is still scheduled as normal because the supply chain is getting back to normal. The problem is the delay already happened. Mm -hmm. Um, And prototyping for the iPhone 12 is not done. It's just not. There are three current prototypes for the iPhone 12. None of them are finalized. Apple hasn't given what's called the product verification for production start. They have on the uh, A14 chip, so they've started that. You probably read that somewhere. Um, But the issue was... uh, they couldn't get to China to because in between December and right around the beginning of March, employees are going back and forth from China to the U.S. The U.S. executives are going to China to oversee prototyping and and do product verification. And Apple refuses to do that over an internet connection. They want to do it in person. And there's there were travel bans, you know, from December on. Uh, so. They haven't been able to get to China, so it really has nothing to do with whether the su- the supply chain is ready or Foxconn can handle it. They're not even at that step yet because they're already two months behind. So we're looking at a delay that's probably, I would say, around the same time frame where we got the iPhone 10, where you know we got the announcement in September, but it didn't come out until November 3rd. So we're probably looking at iPhone 12 being available in October or November. I wouldn't say – I know there's rumors that Apple is considering waiting till next year. But, I, that, again, that's I don't think that's a thing that they can do. Yeah. So um, they're pouring a lot of resources into trying to make it happen. I just think it's going to be delayed because it's just not even – it's not even ready for production yet. Like not even close. And then you, you had mentioned uh, 
when you tweeted out that, and I don't think we said it on the podcast, that the iPhone 9 at least tentatively planned for a potential announcement on the 15th and then release on the 22nd. Yeah. That's what you had heard from your sources inside? So Apple th- uh, literally – and this is how quickly stuff happens. Like <laughs> last last week, they couldn't make a decision. This week on Monday, they had a meeting where they made a decision where they want to get it out in the calendar week 16, which is the dates like the 13th through the 19th. I, can't, I, I don't have I don't have that in front of me, so I don't know. But I think weeks, calendar week 16 is like Sunday through Saturday, That so that whole week, any of those dates will work. Um, the date that they're working with and they're, that they're – it looks like they're going to schedule a press release for is April 15th, which is a Wednesday – and I had a few people say, well, Wednesday is a weird day for them to release anything. Well, in March, on the 18th, when they released the iPad Pro and the MacBook and the update to the Mac Mini, that was a Wednesday. And so um, right now, iPhone 9 internally is scheduled for a press release on the 15th and shipments on the 22nd. But they're also considering another date now that OnePlus has confirmed their date of the 14th. <laughs> so... <laughs> Petty as they are, Apple is considering April 14th on a Tuesday for the announcement, same day as OnePlus. Of course they are. And then, Yeah, and then shipments on the following Friday on the 24th. Got it. And it's it's always a moving target. OnePlus, maybe they change theirs by one day. They're like, <laughs> hey, you know what? We're going to change our same day as Yeah, you. I let OnePlus know. Like, no joke. Um, <laughs> reached out to the PR for OnePlus, and they were like, are you sure? I was like, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure. They're like, huh. Oh. Well, I mean, thanks for letting us know. Uh, who knows what they're going to do now, yeah. but I would imagine they start s- sending out review. If I was them, I would start sending out review units and just take over the YouTube press media that day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, we we talked about also employees being able to work. Another story that you that you uh, scooped up and threw out mm-hmm. to the masses about them actually having some of the retail employees work at home and sending them IMAX. Can you talk about that to the audience? Yeah, so... Hours after me, Bloomberg and Mac Rumors put out a similar report, and they took a weird, a really weird angle on it. Like Bloomberg was like, they literally something in the title about how some employees are angry about having to work or something. It was, it <laughs> oh, was yeah, such it was like, a it was weird, almost like an onion. It almost looked like a snarky onion type it, title. Yeah, it was right. such a weird angle. So what I was, this should add more weight to like you know, um, my iPhone nine dates is because. That was part of my report. I gave the dates, and then following that, I was like, to help with the launch, Apple has asked some select retail employees. Um, they literally had to take a test and qualify for this. I don't know what how they chose the employees, but select employees are being shipped in iMac. That's number one because they're being asked to work at home remotely. I don't know if they'll be able to keep it, but they're getting shipped in iMac. <laughs> um, and... They're also for, – so for the next two weeks, they're going to be – they get their iMac and they, they're undergoing training to be able to offer sales support for iPhone 9, for iPhone 9 launch. Um, apparently, they had some problems with iPad Pro uh, so that they want to be a little bit more ready because an iPhone is going to have more buyers than the iPad Pro most likely. Yep. So they're training these regular employees, these retail employees to be ready for sales and tech support online for this launch for the iPhone 9. So that was my report. Bloomberg and Mac Rumors a few hours later put out reports that employees are being asked to work remotely. Okay, that's the same thing I said. But that some employees were angry about it or upset about it because they thought that they were just going to get paid 
because Apple, you know, Apple let them go home and they with pay um, <laughs> since the stores are closed. So I guess they took the angle of like some employees are upset that they have to work. Uh, that's not what I heard. Uh-huh, uh-huh, <laughs> so uh-huh. um, yeah, so because you know because they reported that a few hours after me, it so it puts a lot more weight on the dates because you know my report was they're being asked to work from home because of iPhone 9, because of the launch. Um, so it's interesting to see how that's one thing I'm learning is because, you know, we reported on this. We, I was just reading tech blogs with everybody else. And now I'm seeing a very interesting thing of like the information mm-hmm. from the source and seeing how the media paints the narrative around the story. It's really oh, interesting yeah. because I reported on the media's, view of everything for for years Mm -hmm. and now having the information and then seeing what the media does with it is is a really interesting thing well also right you you have you start with the sort the actual nut the seed where the story begins and then based on their coverage or based on what they've said before it it gets reshaped into like you said different narratives depending on the outlets depending on the Mm -hmm. um sources just to kind of fit the picture that they've been painting this whole time when you're like, but I just said this and it was nothing more than just this. (laughs) Right. But it becomes, instead of a tweet that lists five bullet points, they also have to turn it into a 300 word web page so that it gets SEO, right? Like there's other factors involved from, and this is different business models. I'm not criticizing them, but I'm just saying that it happens because they have to turn that tweet of yours into a story that can then be clicked on because that's their business model, yeah, right? Right. I mean, my tw- the tweet was like, you know, just a couple sentences and they made like <laughs> entire story. It's really, it's, it's crazy. Like it, even now, I always thought that we have got to be first. Like when we get information, yeah. and I partly learned this from you, by the way. When we get information, I always thought like we got we have to absolutely be first. We got to rush out a video and that stress was awful, like, especially on event days. Like, we would sit here in real time. My editor would be screen recording the event so we didn't have to wait to download it later. He'd be screen recording it and making notes for the footage for when I record. So we could, we were able to get recaps out, like, an hour after the event happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the the best thing in the last year for me has been th- that stress being relieved and I just don't accept it. I don't want it because now, and maybe I think when you're starting early on, maybe being first is a little bit more important because mm-hmm. you can leverage the fact that you're first. But now I learned, and I learned this from you. It just sort of, it doesn't matter. Like, especially if you're a little bit more established, like people just want your opinion on it, mm-hmm. even if they've already heard the news. I'm not going to break the news, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna hang on, be casual about it, and put out my video. Like now, we don't change our schedule, so we usually record at night uh, to be for the show to go out at eight fifteen the following morning, and we don't change that schedule. We used to like if it, if it was an event day, we'd get the show out immediately after the event, but now like everyone gets their stories out, their their videos out first, and we still you know we release ours at a normal time. We're not rushing it. And for some reason, people still care. Don't know why, but that happens. And now there are people literally making YouTube videos about my stories that's, that's before I, I do. <laughs> like you put out your you put out the iPhone 9 video before us. I was going to say was, I was probably one of those people, honestly, for this. Yeah, one. Yeah, it's crazy to see. Like it was like everything Apple Pro, you 
Like everyone put out their videos before I put <laughs> before I said it on my show. And I was just like, this is absolutely crazy. But it all comes back to you, right? I mean, it's this thing where there's no right, the scoop. Yeah. And as you build and I'm this, not pressured. Yeah. Like and, you're not rushing the videos out, are you? No, I mean I'm not rushing them, I'm just doing them at my own pace. Because I had to reestablish myself and reestablish my audience, it actually I had to hustle more. I'm not saying I never hustled because obviously, you know, you, you know that you just have to hustle to be in this game. But when I worked at the other place that shall not be named, we just knew that every Thursday <laughs> <laughs> there's there's going to be a show. Once one of us says it, we're just going to I'm just going to stop the podcast. It's done. If you say the word, it's done. Dude, it just ends. You just cut it it's like done. halfway yeah. through the word. No, no, and we're, that's there's, it. It's just it. We're, we're just cutting the damn show. <laughs> but um, the show was always on a Thursday. And mm. so I just did my stuff on Thursday. But I felt this urgency to me. I was like, there's so much stuff that happens in this space. We got to do it twice a week, you know, just break it up. But yeah. to your point, though, because I had established that audience of people that would just go to it and they knew what they were getting and they were expecting it, which shows, right, just the being, um, you know, continued like release on schedule, be reliable, right. deliver the same messages, do you, just do you. Don't worry about what other people are doing, just do you. I didn't have to worry about that. But then once I actually went independent, I had to be more mobile. I couldn't be like, eh, I'm just going to do a show every Thursday because peop- that same yeah. audience of all those eyeballs now took them time to figure out. It's still taking them time to figure out where I am and what, I, what I'm what i doing. So, And now my audience is different because there's a lot of people that have never seen my stuff that are finding me because it's right. kind of building yeah. it up. So I'm actually a little – I'm back at the spot where you and I have honestly in a way – in a funny way, kind of flip roles, right? But we're still doing our own content and great stuff. Right. But we've, again, I'm not like scramming, but when I saw that head, I'm like, oh, dude, gonna make a video on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you and Philip from everything, and I have no idea. Like, you know, I'm subscribed to you just as a normal viewer, <laughs> and I see the video come out, I'm like, holy shit, like, the, I didn't even do mine yet, and they have theirs out. It's interesting because, like, um, like for you, like you mentioned, you used to do the show every Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now like not, not even as the, like the news cycle is full and you have more information that goes out on a regular basis, but also YouTube is not the same platform as back then. Nope. Like you, you making a one video on a Thursday every week does not cut it anymore. It's not, I can tell you it absolutely will not. Like (laughs) dude, you make a video and post one every Thursday and YouTube just laughs when you hit the upload button. (laughs) They're like, okay, no one's going to see it. Oh, that's cute. That's cute. (laughs) Best of luck to you. All right, we're going to push this out to a full tens of people. Have fun. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So how is it, you know, being now on the flip side? Because, you know, there were times during, and it was really interesting when you said, you know, you get sources, you don't know how long you have them because there was a time where I had sources and then, you know, quite honestly, some of them age out or they just leave the company because they want to do something else. And you're like, you know, it's it's not easy. So, you know, you have these contacts. And they get spooked. Yeah, oh, totally, totally. I mean, they should be, right? Sometimes I put out a tweet, I think... Last week or something, yeah. Uh, Max Weinbach, who I'm good friends with, yeah. another he's a he's way more of a reputable leaker than I am, especially with Samsung stuff. Um, he was looking out for me because Apple launched an investigation because, mm. again, my leaks were like from internal meetings and like you know twelve hours after <laughs> executives had a conversation. <laughs> right. So I guess they weren't happy about that, and so they started looking um, for sources. And I think that Apple 
I I think that Apple assumes that I have one source, mm. and that if they just track that person down, then we'll be good. But luckily, I have multiple sources. And before I ever said anything, I, I reached out to all of them and was just very transparent. Was like, listen, like this is all fun and games. I don't want you to lose your job. Mm-hmm. So like, don't I, if you don't feel comfortable giving me information, uh, you don't have to. And I think only one of them was like, yeah, I think I'm going to be a little. I think I'm going to be careful and lay low for a while. Yeah. The rest are like they they just laughed and just sent me more information. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. there's there's been times where I had crazy information, but because of the position that the person was in and my relationship to that person, yeah, I was not willing to risk their job ever, right? Because that's yeah, it's basically that's just Cardinal like giving you their, cannot do give that. an Apple the employee name, yeah. And you're just like you can't, you just can't do that, you know. And so, right. um, how how is it now though being on the side of getting the leak before everyone else? Is it? Is it oh my more God. exciting or is it a lot of pressure? You know what I'm saying? What is it's that? It's both. Yeah. It's really, really fun. Um, but also, dude, the stress is unbelievable. I had a conversation with Rene Ritchie the other day because I asked him – because once I get information, I try to verify it with a bunch of people before I release it. And I know, we know Rene. We know mm-hmm. Rene has connections. And so I just wanted to reach out to Rene and be like, hey, you hear, you hear anything about this? And he was like, I'm not about that life anymore. And he was like <laughs> – um, he, he told me about how much stress he used to be under when he was, mm-hmm. you know, leaking stuff and he just couldn't handle it. And I was like, dude, I think I'm starting to get it. I think I understand where you're coming from because there's a lot of self doubt. Even when I know, you know, my sources are, are good and solid. Um, it's just, it feels like I'm, it feels like you're telling the future or trying to, and it feels like you're guessing even, even when you have good sources. And for instance, the iPhone nine story. Like Apple could change those dates on me and I would be wrong. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, everything that I've leaked so far, especially for the month of March, has been 100% accurate. All of it has been confirmed, minus a couple things like the iPad Pro later later on in the year. Um, stuff like that, obviously, we have to wait on. But I haven't been wrong yet. And the media is just now starting to take me seriously mm-hmm. where I think, I think they have this thing about YouTubers and leaks and they just don't want to give us credit or give me credit. I know that a lot of them specifically don't like my personality. It's a character that I play online. Like it's me turned up to 11, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, but I'm human too. And I worry and I have self doubts and everything like that. And, uh, this iPhone nine story, I've been trying to keep everyone updated on and I got to stick the landing. That's what it feels like to me. Mm-hmm. So Apple, like I am a hundred percent confident that th- these dates are set, but my confidence level doesn't matter if Apple, you know, switches the dates on me because then to everyone else it looks like I got it wrong. Totally, and um, they'll they'll be like, "Oh, John, you got it wrong." You're like, "You have no you idea what's going behind this." Right oh, they always are. They always are. They always. Like, Apple's people, waiting for that to happen. Right. You know I mean? <laughs> people right now just they just I I I have a feeling it'll all, always be this way, but you know the the viewers and media alike. They do not want to give me credit. Just say, like, it's good. I'm just making good guesses or something, which to me, if that was what I was doing, is more impressive than actually making <laughs> stuff. If I'm just guessing hey, and getting it right. If that's the case, um, I'm going to retire <laughs> the name of Nostratongus and just give it to Nostradjanus, okay? That's what we're going to have to. Dude, I wish. I wish I was just making it up and somehow getting it right. That'd be more impressive. Um, but yeah, that the str- it's exciting and. Um, it feels like a transition in my career and it makes it fun again. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, there's droughts of like where I'm just making the show just 
because it's my job Mm -hmm. and this feels fun again. And so that's why I'm doing it right now. Uh, but the stress is real. Like it's, there's hours of talking to sources and trying to protect everybody. And then, you know, wondering, you know, what's going to like, okay, right now I'm dreading the 15th (laughs) because (laughs) I mean, I want to be right about this date and I would love to see a press release come out at eight, a.m. in the morning or noon whenever they do it and be like oh thank god i want to take that sigh of relief for me it's not going to be like you know for everyone else when they're waiting for that day they're super excited and they're like oh yeah it gets announced for me i'm just going to take a nice breath a (laughs) sigh of relief and go to sleep that's what i want to do um because the pressure is real man i'm just counting down the days of like oh my god Am, am I going to get this wrong? Is it going to be right? And I feel like if I stick the landing on this, this will be the, this will be the thing that, especially the media, because calling this like you know 15 days early would be a good thing for me, mm-hmm. and the media would take me seriously, more seriously than they do now. And I think, I I was telling Brian the editor last night. I think once this is over and the iPhone nine thing is done. Uh, once I stick the landing on that, I'm going to take a second <laughs> from leaking mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'll probably take a, a month or so off because I just, it's just, the stress is real. And if I stick the landing on this, I'm just going to take a step back and just have fun, report the news like everybody else is doing. And then I'll get back to leaking eventually. But, um, the stress is real right now. You know what? I really appreciate you giving us some insight for that. Cause I didn't, I literally I was curious about that and just, you know, you being open about that. I just really appreciate that you were able to go there and just kind of take us inside that because most people would have never thought like they literally see a leak and a name Mm -hmm. and they go, okay, but there's so much more that goes in. There's so much work that you put in to get to that, even to press send or publish to get that out in the world. And then, like you said, the waiting for it because your reputation lies on it, like, it's just kind of fascinating all the things that are you're going through in your mind when most people are like, oh, no, I'm not saying this to you directly, but most people are like, oh, some guy leaked an iPhone story. Cool. It's coming out on the 15th. Right. You're like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's bro. like, like, okay, it, you know, it's one thing if, because uh, we have a lot of leakers like Ice Universe or CoinX, mm-hmm. their name's not attached to shit. And it's just like... <laughs> Especially Coin X, he's just he doesn't even have a profile picture. He's and just dropping little grenades here and there. Yeah, if he gets it wrong, he can just go away. Totally. And uh, m- you know, I've built a career for the last seven years, and my reputation's on the line. And to you know, the viewers that doubt this sort of stuff or think that I'm making it up, like why the hell would I put all that on the line for like a couple of news articles that don't matter next year? Like it's just crazy. And that's where the stress is, is like my name is attached to this. And, um, you know, if the 15th comes and the iPhone nine doesn't come out, my name comes back up again, but for negative reasons. And I'm just going to crawl in a hole. <laughs> so I, won't, I won't let you crawl in the hole, bro. There's real pressure. I won't, yeah, you have to dig me out. Yeah, I'll, I will. I will be the first there with a the shovel, bro. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> so just like it, 15th comes. There's no <laughs> iPhone. You'd be like, oh, God, where's John? Nah, it's not. The thing is that. <laughs> Even if it moves a day or two, like you've like, look, the people that are savvy enough, and I know there's a large mm-hmm. audience that may not be as savvy, they know and understand this. The audience that's listening to this know and understand this. Like you have you have the respect of a lot of people already, you know. So I'm just I know externally, right? There's so many things that happen on the surface that, you know, you we all want things to be maybe 
perceived the way that we believe or which is actually the right way, but it doesn't always happen. Like I said, the narrative gets spun. People have their own motivations of how they want this to come out. Again, Apple could literally shift the date just to be like, we're we're doing it a day earlier, a day later, just because we didn't want that leak to be right. But that would be fine. Like, I'm cool if they do it in that same week. I'm solid. But like, yeah. We are in the middle of a pandemic right now, and they could change any. I mean, they could be. I mean, I don't think they would do this because the phone is like done, and they put so much into it. I doubt they'd be like, okay, just forget this phone. <laughs> just like <laughs> throw throw all of them away. Send them to like children that, like you know how like uh, after the Super Bowl, the losing team, like they just donate all the shirts. <laughs> and they're just like, get rid of all these phones, donate them somewhere. Um, say they're the iPhone eight. Just give them away. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> It won't be called the uh, iPhone 9 anymore. It'll be called the iPhone 9, and it'll be sold in Germany. <laughs> that's what it, That's what's going to happen. It. Just do um, it. <laughs> yeah, so, as, I mean, as long as it comes out in that week, uh, I'm good. I It's it's so, like, I, I really feel for Apple because, uh, like I said, they're humans too, and... You know, last last month it was planned to come out. You know, they planned to do the announcement on the 31st. And they just weren't ready, and obviously stuff got shut down, and they thought – they had high hopes for this month that maybe it would get better. But it's looking like this month is going to be peak awful. So <laughs> it's like it's the worst time for them to re- yep. release a phone, but like they're running out of – they're running out of options. Yep. All right. So let's do this because you talked about kind of the stress of um, you know breaking a leak. Let's have fun because you know if people haven't seen your show, you, you put in a lot of – good strong opinions which i love mm-hmm. because you got you gotta you it's only way to be right you know let them let people agree with you disagree and if you believe in those opinions which you do it makes it more fun so right i'm gonna you know we've been talking so much and having a great time but we're only gonna go through one more story which i think you'll have strong opinions on and maybe if you don't that's fine i'll find <laughs> another one right but there's this report um about a patent application from apple that apple is planning potentially again these are patents uh-huh. To bring a Face ID camera for a MacBook Pro and possibly an iMac. But the catcher here is in the patent, they all feature the freaking notch. No Adjust- way. I didn't see that. Did oh, you didn't really? see that? Oh, good. This is great. Okay. So um, there's, di- no there, there's hand drawn. So could you imagine a notch on a MacBook Pro or a notch oh on an iMac? That's what the actual drawings of this patent application where that Apple has applied for. It's just called light recognition module for determining a user of a computing device, but it is deliberately basically the face ID camera and that oh, whole, man, <laughs> that whole array. And now I, from day one and people still get mad at me for destroying the notch because it's, I get the function of it. Okay. It is yeah. so damn ugly. It is so, horribly look horrible looking and i know Mm -hmm. why they're doing it but i can still say i think it's ugly it is ugly but like okay so this is where my mind's going (laughs) if we didn't have a notch yet on this phone and you read a patent about the next iphone that said it was going to have a notch that would be we i feel like we'd have like we'd have the reaction of like no that's foreign to me right now Mm -hmm. And so I'm trying to put my mind in that place, like hearing you say they want to put a notch on a on an iMac or MacBook, that seems icky and foreign. But I was like, man, I, I, I would feel this exact way that I am right now if I just learned about them doing it on a phone. 
and I got okay with them doing it on the phone. Mm-hmm. It's still ugly, but like obviously it's not foreign, and I just like it's a, I accept it now. Will we accept it on these other devices, or is that are they taking it too far? <laughs> well, here's I like here's, how we're like. There's rumors of they're getting rid of the notch on the iPhone, and in reality, <laughs> they're actually adding it to other stuff like a Mac. But you know, to your point about how we are, look, I'm used to it too. I still, you know, you can only complain about something so long until you're like, hey, if you're gonna keep on bitching about it, get another phone. Don't right. Don't buy this phone, which will also have a notch because they all the Android OEMs started, you know, doing what Apple did. Exactly. So let's looking for let's look forward to a potential alternate reality or future if this happens of How laptops the bezel's gonna be well that's what i'm saying we don't again these are just rent these are just drawn you know they're hand-drawn sketches but they clearly yeah. have a freaking notch on them like, think, okay if you if you look at the not i'm looking at the notch right now yeah if the thickness of a notch was like on an imac or a macbook like that's a pretty thin bezel by itself so how are the other bezels <laughs> around it going to be so thin that we can actually visibly see a notch well, the other thing that you factor into, look at the iPad Pro. They were able to hide the notch exactly, in the bezel. Yeah. Like, you put a bezel like that on any Apple laptop or any Apple iMac, you're good. You don't need a notch. But the right. drawings all show a notch. Like, it was initially really featuring and talking about a MacBook Pro. And then they have, like, all these sketches in it, you know, maybe, like, 10. Right. And then for some god-awful reason, the last uh, drawing or render they're like, oh, yeah, here's an iMac with a notch. And I was like, dear God. <laughs> you can tell Johnny I've left. <laughs> it was like, what are – that's crazy to me. I don't think well, – uh, The good news knows. about patents is yes. like, you know, most of them never see the light of day. But the fact that this that a human actually thought about this <laughs> and it was a conversation with them makes me scared. Oh, man. Okay, so, John, um, just curious about some of the devices and gear that you use – Right. What's your daily driver for your phone and your daily driver for your computer? Is it a combination of things? It is all Mac? Is it mostly, you know, what, what's, because you, you're, right now you're deep in the Apple coverage because all your leaks are just firing on all cylinders. Yeah. But in general, you know, you've been very, you still are, you know, you broad cover tech news, whether it's Google, whether it's Samsung, whether it's Apple, yeah. like we all love this tech stuff. But what are, what are some of your go-to devices right now? So I think what, like, especially when you factor in a lot of the other tech YouTubers, I actually like the strong opinions that I have on the show or like advocating for the average consumer. I actually live like that. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, my daily driver is a 10 S mm-hmm. and, um, it's weird because like I've, I purchased the 11 pro, the 11 pro max at one point, And it just like, even though I have the resources and the means to have the latest and greatest, I just, I don't care as much as a lot of other people do, especially since, um, I'm not doing reviews. So like, it doesn't matter what I have. And, uh, I think I like to like a lot of the strong opinions that I have on the show are speaking for the average consumer. I like to live by that stuff too. Um, I actually just bought a MacBook right before we got on here. Um, because, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I downloaded Skype for this, and it just reminded me how terrible Skype is, <laughs> how terrible Windows is, and I bought and I bought a, I just bought a MacBook. Which which MacBook it's did funny. you buy? Can I ask you which one? MacBook Pro. Nice six to sixteen. The yep. newer, nice. You're gonna love that there, machine. I had and I have the benefit of knowing that a new MacBook Pro is also coming out. So I got the sixteen because WWDC the thirteen is getting refreshed. Mm-hmm. So, um. 
it's similar thing happened with the iPhone. So I was in, I had iPhones like for years and years and years and years, years. And then iOS around iOS seven got sloppy and messy. And I was talking about how like the key to change in somebody's life isn't a brand new feature that they see somewhere else. Like you can't just give, you can't just, you know, put a commercial up with something shiny and people switch the way they live their life. Like, um, there was nothing about Android that made me – I never saw anything that was like, I'm going to leave my iPhone go to Android now. There was nothing <laughs> like that. It was frustration in iOS that made me even consider something else. Yeah. And iOS was so messy that I, I went to Android because at that time, uh, 2015-, 16-ish, Android was a much cleaner, cohesive experience than whatever Apple was doing with iOS – and so I used Android for years and years, and then um, the Pixel Three. I was I was involved yeah. with a bunch of Pixel Three drama, and somehow <laughs> Google still gave me a Pixel Three. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I remember. I don't know if you remember. We actually kind of emailed a little bit back and forth around that drama. Did we really? It was oh, about. Oh yeah. It was, That's it when was, we first started like talking. Yeah. yeah. It was about um, being involved in like their intro video or something like that. Yeah. But they put oh, no NDAs yeah. on it. And mistake. So, yeah. So they were they were asking YouTubers and people, um, can we use footage from your videos to put in our montage to present yeah. the new phone? You made it in and I did not. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, it was so worth it because I got a lot more out of oh, out of great. you know leaking it publicly. But um they sent me one still. <laughs> they sent me a Pixel 3 with stock Android. And it was literally so bad that the next day I got my iPhone. Wow. <laughs> it was just like, that was the last straw with Android. I was like, this is stock Android. Like, this is how Google wants it to be. And I can't open the settings app. Like, it kept crashing. I was like, I'm done. I'm out. I'm out. Mm-hmm. It was there, I, my frustration that I had with iOS was now happening with Android. And I, I gave it to the editor, Brian. He got, he got the Pixel 3. And because uh, he had been using Android. I was like, you want this? <laughs> and he's like, uh, you don't? I was like, not at all. I'm going to go buy an iPhone. So I bought my iPhone, gave him the Pixel 3, and uh, I guess until I'm upset with Apple again, then I'm sticking. Uh, right now, I'm I'm so ingrained in the ecosystem like everybody else is, and now the final thing just happened. I bought a MacBook finally. Um, you're, you're now, now I'm going to tell you that was – that's the final lock. You ain't leaving anytime I, soon, yeah, bro. Yeah, I'm stuck now. <laughs> you ain't leaving anytime soon. I mean, yeah. well, I might as well just put like a Apple sticker tram or no, put an Apple tramp stamp <laughs> on you right now. It's you're in, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude, my 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 Apple Watch is probably my favorite purchase of the year. Yeah, yeah it's great. Um, and I don't even like. So I got the Series Five, uh, but I don't have the. I like to be a secret ninja spy, so I don't like the always on display on. Yeah, I, did, I like I, to have it off. And then it's only on when I look at it. Like that's technology. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a piece of glass to everybody else. But when I look at it, it's the future. And so uh, <laughs> I have the I have Series Five and don't have the main feature enabled. So I might as well have gotten a Series Four. Um, but that's my favorite purchase of the year. So good. So good. Yes. The so, uh, my two favorite Apple products, hands down, Apple Watch and iPad Pro. But you know what? I love what you talk about because I feel like you and I share a lot of similarities as well because. We, I love all the YouTubers. This is not a knock on them. But, you know, when you can always buy the newest thing, it skews just how you feel about it. Because to me, it's like right. I'm trying to present it as if you're an Apple user or you're the general consumer, does it really make sense to upgrade? So, And when it does, I'm yeah. going to say I'm going to be like this is absolutely the product that is worth 
getting the next year after, you know, for, I had mm-hmm. an Apple series, funny you say, I had an Apple series four watch series four. I didn't recommend people to upgrade a series five because the always on display yeah, wasn't enough for me. It just wasn't enough. It has the same processor, same design, right? But when you got your, your watch new, you got the five. So that makes sense. Same thing with this year's iPad pro, the 2020, there's such a little difference in it other than the camera and the LIDAR sensor. Um, most people that have the 2018 iPad Pros, you should be more than happy that you won't need to spend a single penny more. And if you want to get that magic keyboard, then Dude, that's how you're going to so clever it about that. That was right. Oh, absolutely. And I'm all on board with this magic keyboard. I haven't seen it yet, but I, you know, played around with iOS 13.4 with a trackpad. I'm like, this is going to uh-huh. be awesome. I know it's not a PC. I'm not trying to expecting it to be a PC. I want more pro software. They need uh, to man, really bring you pro right apps, there. but it's great. It's the experience yeah, was great. The iPad's the future, whether people like it or not. That 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 is that's it. Sorry, are PC you, users. Do you do you have a do you have a iPad Pro yet? Because I feel like yeah. you're okay. So see now now you've really now you've really been locked in. Now I know you well, have the so Fab Four. You got the Fab Four. <laughs> people like Apple was really smart about that because they dropped uh the the Magic Keyboard alongside it. And nowhere on the surface do they make it clear that it also works with the 2018 model. So it looks like, you know, this 2020 model, limited upgraded features, just the LiDAR sensor and stuff like that. Um, Think about how many people are blindly going to buy the 2020 iPad and the Magic Keyboard because they think they go together. I I outright say it in my every video I've done on the new iPad or Magic Keyboard, I say outright. It works with your 2018 yeah. model. What's the number one comment I get in the comments? Does this work with my 2018 iPad Pro? <laughs> Dude, nobody <laughs> listens. Dude. Nobody. Right? Haven't you learned that in YouTube comments? Half, half the people that are complaining, I'm like, I actually said that like here. Like yeah. here. They only want to hear what they want to hear, bro. It's it's crazy. Like I, there was specifically this week right now, the pain <laughs> in my ass is... That Best Buy leak, the case, the uh-huh. UAG case that leaked or whatever, and they were like, Best Buy, sell this on the 5th. Yeah. So everyone was like, iPhone 9 coming this week. <laughs> like the media ran with it. Everyone ran with it. And I reported on it in the show. I said on Front Page Tech, it is not happening. <laughs> uh, case manufacturers, they're all just guessing. Nobody actually knows. I mean, they don't even have the name on the ca- on the box for the case. They're just like... Uh, 4.7 inch 2020 iPhone. They're just guessing like the rest of us. And the original report, of course, was that event on 31st, phone shipping on the 3rd. So it looks like UAG just didn't get the memo and got their case ready and shipped it to Best Buy. Um, but I, and I cleared that up on the show. But still, like after every tweet I make this whole week, everyone just posts that. Like when I was like. Uh, iPhone 9 scheduled for the 15th. People would post that case and be like, but this says the 5th. Okay. <laughs> I have said this over and over and over again. You people are not listening. My other pet peeve is that uh, people just forget I'm a human. Like I posted today mm-hmm. that um, uh, Devin, the actor that played um, Tyler on 13 Reasons Why, mm-hmm. followed me on Twitter. I don't know what my life is, but that happened. I woke up and he followed me on Twitter. So I tweeted that just as uh, like not a tech related thing, just a funny like, yeah, dude, why not life? Yeah, Tyler from 13 Reasons Why all of a sudden follows me on Twitter. And all of the replies are like, anything new about the iPhone 9 Plus? Like, and so he's getting all those replies. I'm like, people, <laughs> let me be a human. Bro, that's why I never actually celebrate when someone who follows me on Twitter that might be a significant. I never uh-huh. point it out because 
I'm like, I'm happy inside and giddy. Yeah. Like when my favorite basketball Lesson player learned. of all time, of all time, other than Michael Jordan, when he follows me on Twitter and I'm like, is this a mistake? I'm going to see if he unfollows me. <laughs> you know, because sometimes they have yeah. uh, managers or social media managers that, that add too. you. I had one where one of my favorite players added me and then I jokingly wrote them, uh-huh. are you? Are you really blank or are you the media are you their social media manager? And then I got unfollowed right after. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's your answer. I'm not gonna say who because he's one of my favorite, favorite players. You wanna peer pressure him right here? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, like I don't I never like I I never publicly tweet if like, you know, somebody that <laughs> I look up to follows me or something like that. Um, this was just so weird for me because like, it's so far, well, I thought it was so far outside of our community, Mm -hmm. like the YouTube, like YouTubers that follow me or like people that I know or look up to that follow me. Uh, I get giddy about that, but I, it's private and it's, it's cool. But this seems so weird (laughs) that this actor from 13 reasons why like followed me because a lot of people in my comments, especially when the show was actually airing. Dude, you look like Bryce from 13 Reasons Why every episode. So I, I made a joke when I tweeted. I was like, I, I bet the actor for Tyler also thought uh, that funny. I was Bryce and it was an accidental follow because it's just so funny and random to me. But of course, all the replies are like, hey, hey, <laughs> iPhone 9, one, come out. I'm just like, I, this is just a normal human tweet. Can, can we let me be a human, please? John, I, I, I've learned something also about your audience. They seem to lean heavy redneck based on your voice impersonations <laughs> of, the yeah, comment, of the comment <laughs> section. <laughs> only the bad ones. Though. Only like the people that get on my nerves. That's the voice I hear in my head every time. <laughs> <laughs> you all sound the same, just to let you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, You're all shouting <laughs> with a hillbilly accent. Man, well, you know what? I, I want to say, first of all, thank you so much for your time. You know, I know we're all busy, and I really appreciate it. And it's been awesome to organically kind of get to know you, but this podcast has really been the first time you and I have actually really, really talked. And right. just want to say, like, thanks so much. Super cool dude. And just love how, you know, it's fun to have conversations like this. And also, yeah, we just happen to be recording it because I think it really gives people a lot of insight on you as a human. And it oh, also shit. We were gave recording me- this? Oh, damn. Oh my god. No, no, dude, 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 dude. I didn't even I didn't even press record this whole time. That would suck, dude. I know, I'm just messing so with you. You're all, you're all Brian, you're not that stupid. <laughs> you're all sorry, Brian. I'll catch you later. Have a good life. I have faith. <laughs> Ye of faith. You have little faith. So thank you so much, John. Um, can you again tell people, just remind them where they can find all the different things that you're doing in your work and whatnot? Um, you can find me on Forbes. They call me John Posner. <laughs> Uh, John Poser. Some news website the other day called me uh, John with an H. John Poser? Oh, Poser. Yeah. What are they yeah. doing? What are they doing? Dude, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of media websites that will literally post my tweet in the article where my name is. <laughs> my name is on the tweet and they still screw it up. John Posey. Like, come on, guys. So you can find me. I have many different aliases. Same guy. Or you can just uh, find my show from Page Tech or find me on Twitter. Just search my name. Any of my aliases should work at this point. John Posner, you can try that one. Prosser. Get it. Make, someone's going to look up <laughs> Poser with an H-R-N or whatever it is. <laughs> someone's going to do it. Someone's going to do it. Oh, man. It's been such a meme. Like, my audience, uh, if they read an article about me, they they 
no one ever tweets me like stuff that is, you know, stuff that is uh, nice that the media says about me. It's always when they screw up my name. That's no They're fun. just like, oh, hey, John Poser. <laughs> That's like, no okay. Fun. That's thank no you guys. <laughs> All right, bro. Well, thanks again. You know, love to do it again thanks sometime. No, of course. And really appreciate you coming on and all your hard work. And just just keep up the hustle and doing great stuff, man. Oh, for sure. Thanks for having me. All right. That was John and myself just talking about the scoop machine that he has become and really just putting out some great stuff again. And make sure to follow him at Front Page Tech. That's on YouTube. All right. That's going to do it for this week. Again, you know, we are very conscious about what's going on. It's such a unique time. Talking about tech can help us escape and get away, but my thoughts and heart are out with all of you. You know, we're fortunate enough to, some of us, be working from home, but not everyone is. And I just wanted to send out my encouraging thoughts, positivity, and we will get through this. And I know this is hard, um, but, you know, my thoughts and hearts are with you. I mean, that's, I'm, I am really empathizing and continuously thinking about all of you and just really appreciate all the support that you've given um, to help allow me to do this as well. So that's going to do it for this week. Remember, call in the show, applebitsshow at gmail.com. Use a voice memo. Send it into applebitsshow with a Z. We will put those calls in next week's show. I mean, this was an hour show. So I was going to really try to put them in, but this was an hour show. So thanks again so much. And also, you can support this show, patreon.com slash Tong. And we cannot forget our platinum Apple sponsors, Brandon Ledford, Gil Cabrera, Wesley Frader, Jarrett Lewis, and Eric Cohen. Thank you. Thank you so much for your support. And for all of you who can't support financially, well, guess what? Five-star review the show on iTunes. Put in a comment. Put in an actual review. It'll help bump it up in the algorithm so everyone else can find it. But until next week, thanks so much for hanging out. Hope you enjoyed this one. We'll talk to you soon. It's the Apple Bits XL, baby. Peace. Peace.